This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Peace and Black Power family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. And today, family, we have a special guest in the building. Our special guest is no other than Sincere Love the God, and he is the founder of the Godcast Enterprise. He's a rapper, he's an author, he's a podcaster, and most of all, family, he's a said person of that ability, and he's one of the few artists left who has the unique style of hip-hop that we know as that boom back from mm. New York City. Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Sincere Love to God. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Peace, God. We here, man. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. You know, we had man. to pull up, had to pull up to the Necessary Blackness podcast. I appreciate it. You know what it. I mean? And you had me on your podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. Twice or maybe three times. Yeah, a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah. So my first question to you, Lord, is Let's go back to the beginning that never began, and let's talk about how and when you came into knowledge itself. That's 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 kind of like a I don't you know the story is kind of all over the place. Like the seeds was planted at a very young age. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you know coming up in the '80s was just God bodies that was just all around my family. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's one one brother in particular named Born Infinity was like my uncle. Who I should just follow him everywhere he go, you know, like, you know the OG that you look up to and all that. Anytime he came around, he had to take me with him, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I used to be at the ciphers and the rallies and all of that, you know what I'm saying. Just hearing the guards build, you know, they sending me to the store. Yo, make sure you don't bring no pork back, you know what I mean. No hostess cakes and all that, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That so uh, so hearing the black man of God from a very young age, you know what I'm saying. I'm talking about like kindergarten type shit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But um, you know, as time went on. Um, I would say in the 90s is when I really uh, got my hands on the lessons. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was actually a brother, my dude Buster. He wasn't even a God body, but he was a Brooklyn dude. You know what I'm saying? He came up around all of that, and uh, he had a he had a book of life. And he knew I was interested. You know what I'm saying? He knew I wanted to know more, and he, he gave me his book of life. You know what I'm saying? And I, I took it upon myself to study on my own. I, I, I kind of say he my enlightener, you know what I'm saying? But- you know, that's just how the story went. Now, in my introduction, I mentioned that you was one of the few artists that is keeping alive that New York sound, that soul element of hip-hop. We in the year 2023. What's your take on hip-hop? For 2023? Yeah. Um, I, I, I say this a lot, man. I'm not really mad at the state of hip-hop right now. The industry always gonna feed us garbage. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The industry, the industry, they always gonna take the lowest common denominators from the culture and give that the most shine and elevate that the most. It, it, that's not new. Mm-hmm. It was like that, you know, in the 80s, it was like that in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? They gave the first Grammy, no, no shade to, you know, Fresh Prince and Will Smith, but they took the Grammy over Eric B and Rakim, the first wow. rap Grammy. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So they always prioritize um, you know. 
whatever you want to call it, the bubblegum rap, whatever you want to call that. You know what I'm saying? But um, I feel like now we have more of a choice because mm. we could seek what we want to hear. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? We're we not just subject to what they play on the radio or MTV and you know, all that. You know what I'm saying? We could go on the internet and find the artists that we say is dope and we could curate our own playlist. So I think now it's, it's, we had a better time than we ever been. And that's what a lot of our brothers and sisters are doing. They're making sure that they stand in tune with the artists that they love and um, the bubblegum rap. Is for mainstream. Right. You know, if you want that underground boom bap eight oh eight sound, you know where to get it online. So I want to um, stay focused on hip hop for a little minute, but I want to transition. Right. Um, you you have your own podcast. Um, one of your videos that really stood out to me, you was talking about. Um, black society and you said there's only two problems one of them being white supremacy and inappropriate behavior of black people i want you to go into that a little bit indeed so yeah me and like like i always say on my podcast um i'm not the master teacher i'm only the master student Mm. and signal booster for the voices of the new black media and so I'm just telling you what Dr. Claude Anderson said. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's Dr. Claude Anderson's teachings right there. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing I came up with. But yeah, you know, systematic white supremacy, as we know, it dominates all areas of people's activity. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But the reason why um, white supremacy um, still exists and persists to this day is because too many of us participate in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's where the inappropriate behavior comes in at. Our response to the systematic oppression has been inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we're still dealing with it to this day. We have to reach a point where enough of us are on code and responding to this system in an appropriate manner in order for us to really um, dismantle the system. Yeah, and there's going to be people out there that say, well, there's more problems in black society than just white supremacy. Right. But what they got to understand is that those problems are symptoms. There you go. That come from racism and white supremacy. All roads lead to white supremacy at the end of the day. Anything that you want to point to, whether it's drugs, whether it's gang violence, whether it's poverty, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, health conditions, anything that you want to point to, all roads are going to lead back to white supremacy if we're going to deal with the root. Most people like to just pick the low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And really, that it really that's cowardice because Absolutely. they don't want to face what the real problem is. They just want to say, oh, no, you niggas just need to pull your pants up mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, maybe if you learn how to behave yourself and get an education and, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can't behave our way out of oppression. You, you know, pray your way out of oppression. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Martin Luther King... He was Perfect example to the nine on that balcony, and, and, and what happened to him? Mega Perfect Evans. example. Very highly educated, well spoken, well dressed, mm-hmm. most peaceful man on earth. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now you you talked about um, you being a master student, and not the master teacher. I wanted to get into your album, the master's table, right? And I'm going to read you a quote, and I want you to um, explain and expound on it. Mm-hmm. In the intro, you said, would you rather have dinner with Elijah or 500K? Would you take the ride on the wheel or would you ride the wave? Right. Explain that. Right. So, you know, that's a play on the meme that's been floating around the internet for a few years now. People ask the question, would you rather have dinner with Jay-Z 
or five hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? And people go back and forth about that on the internet. You know what I'm saying? So I just did a play on that, and I just gave an alternative to that. You know what I'm saying? Would you rather have dinner with Elijah? When I say Elijah, obviously, of course, I'm talking about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so you know, um, according to the teachings in the, in the nation of Islam and all of that, um, you know, there's uh, the mothership mm-hmm. and and the wheels. That are amongst us, that are in our midst, you know what I'm saying. And um, Elijah Muhammad may just be aboard one of those one of those ships or aboard the mother plane, you know what I'm saying. And so I just presented the scenario: Would you rather have dinner with Elijah or 500k? Would you take the ride on the wheel or you just riding the wave? Meaning you just you just here for entertainment or you really about this revolution? You know what I'm saying. So you know what, what, what's your what's your true values? You gonna take that 500k or you gonna have the experience of a lifetime by Getting on that wheel and sitting down with the the ultimate master teacher, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. Talk that talk, you know black man. <laughs> you know, growing up, I remember, you know, because there's certain brothers, you know, um, we tend to look at everything as allegory, right? Mm. So I heard him one time doing a build on the mother on the mothership, and you know, he was like, "Yo, you know, the mothership is the mother's hip," you know. Okay. And um, he went into some other science, you know, but. I could dig that too. I could dig. I could. I could definitely. I'm yeah, tapped right I, into I, that. I definitely um like that. So God, you came with the master elements, and then you went from the master element to the master table, right? So that's like going from the original man to Pluto. Mm-hmm. 120 lessons right there, right? Mm-hmm. Deep. A lot of jewels being dropped. Take us on that journey. So shout out to my brother, man, my partner, my DJ, my producer. RP Beats. Oh, yeah. He's definitely bringing the heat. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely bringing it. That's my brother, man. And so, yeah, we came together as I was moving to Atlanta from New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I knew um, his daughter's mother. Um, she and I, we used to have a thing at my barbershop. I had a barbershop up top. And every Tuesday, she used to come in and she she had affirmation songs that she wrote. And we would have kids from the neighborhood come and hang out at the barbershop and sing the affirmation songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something that we used to just do. You know, just to get the kids positive vibrations and all that. And she kept telling me, yo, you got to meet my daughter's father. He the one that be producing these beats and all of that. I think you and him would be, you know, I think y'all will work well together. And I met him just as I, I was already packed up ready to move and all of that. Yeah. And so we stayed in contact. You know, he kept sending me beats or whatever the case may be. He was working on a compilation project called Master Elements. Mm. And it was a bunch of artists he was working with. And he kept sending me beats. And eventually I started working with him. And then the chemistry just clicked. And I ended up being um, uh, the foremost featured person on that album. Mm. And it became like his project and my project. You know what I'm saying? And so from there, we formed Master Master Elements. We became Master Elements. And then we did... uh, And they got rid of the other rappers? We ain't get rid of them. We ain't get rid of them. They just... Everybody else like had one song. Oh, You know, everybody else had one joint that they contributed to the joint. Shout out to everybody that was on that joint. Like, go listen to that first first joint. Oh, yeah. I'm hip to it. Yeah. Yeah, you there's, some, there's some joints on there. Shout out yeah, to Ab Soldier I'm, I'm and that, all them cats. I, I, I didn't hear you first on that. I heard you first on the um, Spear and the Shield. Yeah. That's another joint. Yeah. You know? So wh- how how did that, how did you transition into that? That came after? Yeah, that? so like I said, we became Master Elements from that compilation project. Mm-hmm. And we decided we was going to keep this thing going. And then when, um, during the pandemic, we started working on the Spear and the Shield. Um. Again, everything virtual, him being in New York, me being up here, we just sending ideas back and forth, getting on the phone, getting on FaceTime and all that, and just building like that. 
And we came up with something that's critically acclaimed. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, if you know, you know type shit. Anybody that heard that record, they like, yo, you know what I mean? They put that up there. I've, I've heard it compared to, you know, some great work. You know and what I mean? that's the song. You got a song on there called Pandemic. No, the Pandemic is actually on the new project. That's on the new one. Yeah, the Master's okay, Table. Okay, 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 okay. Now, the one, that, the one that I like, the one that I was tweeting out, where you was talking about um the tethers and what, <laughs> Revenge of the Akata. Yeah, what's what, what's that on? Revenge of the Akata. That's on the new album too. That's on the new album. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. See, I, I just know songs. I don't know which album where. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just you know what I mean. I got the compilation, man. I, when you got the playlist, yeah, all the hotness. You just you know <laughs> what I mean. It ain't even about the album. It's yo, this these five are hot. These five are hot. I need to hear it all. And the Masters Table, it's it's kind of like a continuation of the Spear and the Shield, although we switch things up sonically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, we we got more live instrumentation on this album. We got into our jazz bag on this album. But the themes, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's a continuation from the from the Spear and the Shield still. Okay, okay. Well, we're gonna do we're gonna play one song. We're gonna play a little snippet for y'all. Which song would you recommend? I would say for for your audience. You brought it up, man. I would say play the Revenge of the Akata, man. Revenge of the Akata. <laughs> Revenge of the Akata. That's how you feel it? <laughs> Start yeah. a little controversy on, on, on the necessary blackness. Yeah, 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 yeah. That did cause a little controversy. <laughs> I had a couple of people mad. You know what I mean? But hey, listen, man. Let the chips fall where they may. You right. know what I mean? The truth is always going to prevail. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Necessary Blackness Podcast. And this right here is the snippet. Africans, Caribbeans, Essays, Asians, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, White boys, Jamaicans, Latinx, Arabs, Native tribes, Haitians All these motherfuckers been secretly hating This for the tether class, not for the riders in the diaspora No disrespect to you, but we gotta provide some order I know they told you stay away from the Akata But mama should've warned you not to play with the Akata We them Yankee boys, and I'ma say that shit frankly, boy My family built this fucking country, you should thank me, boy This block me and through me Keep that shit in your country and don't bring it to me, casa. All that colorism in these racial caste systems. All across Asia, the darkest ones be the victims. India, they untouchable. They mean that shit literal. But here on US soil, we unfuckwittable. Exceptional people, respect to the Negro. Before you get your green card, we double checking your ego. That bulletproof glass and A-Rap stores. Stop buying them cigarettes. We take that as war. Oh, they like to call us our beads and jurids. But East Africa is in shambles. The hypocrisy's weird. Your economy's weird, bankrupt, so you gotta flee here We embrace you with open arms, now it's obviously clear We unappreciated, all that sucker shit is for leeches, ain't it? I think it's time that we get reacquainted Foundational black Americans, we the ones that be moving culture Peace, love, and reparations We are back, family, from our quick break And those that are just tuning in We have the God, sincere Love the God. Yes, indeed. In the building with us. And before we went to our little break, we played a um, little small excerpt, man. Uh, the Revenge of the Akata. That's, that's just a little bit of heat, man, to show you, you know, what you can get in tune to when you get the whole full meal. You know what I mean? So that's, that, that's just a little snack for y'all. So this album... The master's table, right? Who are some of the elders 
that are sitting at this table? Really, um, any, anybody that you could think of. But on the cover, you know, we chose a specific seven um, of the master teachers who were directly inspired the themes and the lyrics from the project. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Even some of the snippets that we use on the projects. So we got, of course, we got Dr. Claude Anderson. We got Ava Muhammad, peace be upon her. We got Dr. Amos Wilson, Dr. Francis Crest Wilson, Shahrazad Ali, Baba Dick Gregory. Oh, Nelly Fuller. I said, I said, I pointed over here, but I said Dr. Claude Anderson. But that's Nelly Fuller over here. Dr. Claude Anderson over here. So we chose these seven specifically mm-hmm. because they was direct influences on the work that we produce. But, you know, Dr. Ben, you know what I'm saying? John Henry Clark, you know what I'm saying? Anthony Browder, you know what I'm saying? We even got a song on the album called Flowers mm-hmm. where we shout out and pay homage to a lot of the scholars and the master teachers who are still living. Professor you know what I'm James saying? Small. Yeah, absolutely. Cobb Kennedy. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We had to pay homage because on the on the previous album we did a song called Dr. Francis Crest Wilson, and we shouted out um, a lot of the master teachers who had made their transition, mm. who no longer here with us. So on this one, we wanted to give flowers to those that are still here. Okay. Okay. Now, in addition to the music, you also are an author, right, of a book. And the title of the book is Seven, the Super Haru. Yep. Tell us the concept behind that book. So Seven, the Super Haru um, is the name of the series. The first book, volume one of the series is Seven's Big Move. Um, And that's available right now. People could um, place their orders at www.godcastbooks.com. But um, the concept of the book is based around my son, whose Mm -hmm. name is Seven, my seven-year-old son. And... um, one of the moderators, um, Crown 808, shout out to Crown 808, my sister, who moderates the Godcast for us. She was just inspired by just um, watching our interaction on camera. A lot of times when we're doing the podcast, he'll come on camera and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And he's a super smart kid, you know what I'm saying? He's he, He's been reading since he was like one years old. Mm. You know, he's about to finish up second grade now, but he reads like, you know, like a, he in high school or something like that. You wow. know what I'm saying? His, his math skills is way above average, like, you know, he, he's very advanced. And so she was just inspired by, you know, him, how him and I interact online and all of that. And she just took it upon herself to write a book. Oh, you know God. what I'm saying? So she wrote the first story, um, The Seven's Big Move, and then she told us about it. And we like, yo, that's a book. We need to put it out. She thought yeah. it was just an idea. Yeah. And we like, that's a book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. And so we all, me, her, nicety girl, you know, we started um, – Editing it, you know what I'm saying? We got with this brother named Fobbs, um, who we also interviewed on the Godcast on the Black Business Showcase that we do. And so we reached out to him, like, yo, can you point us in the right direction? We want to get this book published. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, he did a council, couple consultations with us and, you know, pointed us in the right direction, showed us what we need to do. And we just edited the idea, fine tuned it together. Mm-hmm. And we got with an illustrator, put everything together and we, we, you know, we publish authors now, you know As what I'm saying? say, the rest is history. Right. <laughs> and shout out to uh, Nice Tea Girl. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the, that's the FBA queen right there. Now, you said that your son is seven years old. Mm-hmm. You also said that um, seven master teachers mm-hmm. 
And it was something else that was seven. His name is seven. And his name is seven. Right. So that's seven, seven, seven. Right. Is we on to something with these sevens? And oh, then I, that's God. You already know. You already know that the seven, some 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 of it is intentional, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's not even intentional. That seven just follow me throughout my life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That seven always pop up some way, somehow. And um, I didn't even name my son seven. My wife named him seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You would have thought that that was me, but she named him seven. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, the brother that did the graphics for us, mm-hmm. I just gave him the idea. I was like, yo, we want to um, pay homage to some of the master teachers and we want to create like a Last Supper type of situation. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, um, if you don't mind, I would like to use, I would like to do seven of them. He said, because he had the seven was significant to him. Mm. And this was just somebody who um my brother uh Seth Fifth put us on to. I didn't even know this brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, this dude that do my graphics. He put us on to him and I just gave him the idea, the concept. And he was like, if you don't mind, I would like to use seven of them. Mm. And I was like, perfect. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah. Sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes it just work yeah, out that everything way. Everything falls into place. That's the, you know, that's the plain piece, God. You know, to know how things come together. Because a lot of times we see the finished product, mm-hmm. and we don't know sometimes the trials and tribulations mm-hmm. the individual went through to get it to that, or we don't even understand the creative process of how you get from here to here. I'm glad you said that too, because. Another series that we got on the Godcast is called The Masters Decoded. I seen that. <laughs> yeah. And so we um we decipher the lyrics from the songs off the album and we give people, like you said, the thought process behind, you know, how everything came together, the creative process and all of that. Matter of fact, when you did your debut when I when I came on there, wasn't that one of the um decoded, the masters decoded? Um when it first came out? When the you album first came out, in? oh no, that was the uh, that was just like the listening party. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, it was the listening yeah. party. Yeah, okay. that was okay. just like but the listening party. I was decoding it then. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was decoding it then. So um, we got this expo coming up. Oh yeah, Dallas, Texas, Memorial Weekend, May twenty seventh. You gonna be in the building? I'm gonna be in the building. <laughs> Tell people what they can expect. The Godcast is going to be in the building. Yeah, man. The FBA Expo, Dallas, Texas, May 27th, Memorial Weekend. Um, that's the event of the year. You know what I'm saying? Everybody looking forward to this event. Shout out to Tariq Nasheed. Um, everybody that's involved with putting this thing together, all the speakers. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to be speaking out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So we just looking forward to the event overall. But um, the Godcast, we're going to be out there vending. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's really, we looking at that like the official launch of the book. You know what I'm saying? Because we just finished up the book. Like people have been placing their pre-orders, but we just finished now, and so we're gonna start sending out some of the um, some of the mail orders and stuff like that. But the uh, expo is gonna be our official launch. Okay, you're gonna have the merch. The We're gonna have some merch. We're gonna have some merch there. I don't know about the hoodies. I'm trying to get some t-shirts. Okay, because you know, summertime. Yeah, summertime. Y'all gonna get the hoodies in the winter. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So we're gonna have some merch at the table. I'm gonna have the um, the hard copies, the CDs at the table, okay. and all of that, so people could definitely come visit our table, man. It's gonna, you know what I mean? We're gonna have some stuff over there for y'all. Seven gonna be there. He oh, gonna be, right, you know, right. he he gonna be signing so the books and everything. Yeah. Yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, y'all have to be in the building. It's going down. All roads lead to Dallas. Dallas, Texas. Memorial Weekend. 
Absolutely. I'm going to be in the building. I'm going to have the different. I'm going to have the wingy. I'm going to have, you know, um, elementary genocide, one, two, and three. And also, I'm going to be speaking as well. So make sure y'all come out. We definitely want to see our FBA family. So, God, is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you that you want to say in your last closing words? Um, We touched on the book. We touched on the music. We touched on um, the God cast. Um, but one thing I do want to say about the God cast, man, um, what we've done and what we are doing is is really uh, a testament to the power of being on code mm. and networking with other like-minded individuals. Because me and Nicely, we're going to meet for the first time in Dallas. Oh, wow. We never even met before. I met- And y'all got, got on-camera chemistry, you know? Right. Y'all, like, you know- you have the masculine energy, and then you have the divine feminine energy. Right, and that's what I was looking for. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. But it was just networking online, you know what I'm saying? I seen she was putting out on-code content. I reached out to her. She was nervous about it at first, of yeah. course, being on camera and stuff like that. But she doing her thing, you know, and we got a company together, you know what I'm okay. saying? And so we started Godcast Enterprises, me, her, and the moderator, Kool-Aid, the one that started writing the book. And um, I met her one time. Mm-hmm. Out here at the um buck breaking um premiere. Oh, I was there too. Yeah. I was yeah. there too. And so yeah, other than that, we just have online interactions, but we actually built a whole company together. It's legit. We formed a mm-hmm. a, a company, we got the EIN, we got the business account set up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh we got plans. We got plans moving forward. Like I said, the the book is gonna be a seven volume series. So that's okay. they go in another seven. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Again, number seven. <laughs> Shout be... out to Nice T. You know, I met her for the first time at the um, FBA, you know, rally out in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, we was able to hang out, you know. Um, definitely going to see her when we get out there to Dallas. But, yeah, brother, man, I definitely love what you're doing, man. Um, and, and we got to have that, you know. We got to have that because a lot of times, you know, when we're dealing with entertainment, we're dealing with a lot of off-code people. You know, um, there's a saying, you know, give them bread and circus mm-hmm. and they'll never rebel. You know what I mean? The circus is the entertainment. You know, the bread could be money. We call bread money. Right. So you got to have those, you know, because, you know, it's through art. It's through culture where we're able to express ourselves. You Indeed. know what I mean? And we got to have those that are on code. You know what I mean? The Revenge of the Akata. Indeed. That's a song, man. Talk about that. You know, Indeed. some of the lyrics. Like, let people know what inspired that song. Man, you already know what it is, man. You know, we got this FBA movement going on. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We've been circling the wagons around our culture. You know what I'm saying? Our unique culture and our unique history as foundational black Americans. And, um, since we've been doing that, we've been getting a lot of pushback, you know what I'm saying? Not from, you know, all of the brothers and sisters from the diaspora, but those of the tether class, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's how I started the song off. I said, this for the tether class, not for the riders in the diaspora. And so anybody that got a problem with anything I said after that, you must fall into the tether category, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm making it very clear from the first bar. Yeah. This for the tether class, not for the riders in the diaspora. And you know what? Um, I'm noticing more uh, recently that there are those that's from the diaspora that is getting on cold and calling out, you know, those that that, that are short, soft, cool, cooning. And shout out to them. 
You know what I mean? Because they they starting to see it. You know what I mean? From their own people. You know, sometimes when you're not paying attention, it goes over your head. But mm-hmm. when people point it out to you, and you're like, why mm-hmm. is they saying that? Right. Man? Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, this is what's going on out here. Right. That's Start a fact. to see it for what it is and what and not what it presents itself to be. Mm. So listen, black man, I definitely appreciate this, man. Let everybody know when they can um check you out on the Godcast. So, man, we got so much stuff going on over there. Listen, just follow me at Sincere Love to God on all social media platforms. The music is available on all streaming f- platforms. Also, if you want to get your physical copies, go to www.themastersrsvp.com. That's where you can get the hoodies. The t-shirts is coming soon. You can get the CDs, the print, canvas prints that go on your wall and all of that stuff with the master teachers on there. Um, for the books, you go to godcastbooks.com. Mm, you can okay. order the books now. Um, and just uh, the YouTube channel is my name, Sincere Love to God. If you subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit that notification bell, then you'll see everything that we got going on because we got different shows throughout the week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and another thing, man, I, I want to, you know, let you know, you did something for uh, the new black media. You know, that's very important. You know what I mean? That you, you're raising the bar and letting people know about it. That was the last thing that I seen. So, brother, man, continue to do what you do, man. You always got my support, man. Likewise. And listen, Necessary Blackness family, make sure y'all tune in, man, because there's not too many individuals that got podcasts that speaking that truth that's unapologetic and stand on everything that they say and do facts peace we out of here man peace peace badge revolutionary salute sincere love to god appreciate you man this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.